When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Pardon the interruption, but I'm Mike Wilbon. Tony, the Cowboys are out of the playoffs. Give their fans some good news. I'm Tony Kornheiser. Relax. You got Dak under contract. Yeah. Worry about a thing. Yeah. He's good. Are we going down this road today? Just all we're not going down the all Cowboys all the time. That, that, that's not this show. We don't care that much about the Cowboys. We don't do that, do we? Well, we're not going to go all Cowboys, good. but I think we're going to have to start with the Cowboys and the Niners. Okay. I mean, don't you think we're going to have to start with you him in that regard? Welcome to PTI, boys and girls. In today's episode, the Bengals bounce the Bills. Patrick Mahomes is hurting and the Eagles blow out the Giants. But we begin, as I predicted 30 seconds ago, <laughs> we begin with the 49ers beating the Cowboys last night, 19-12. to So let's get right to it, Wilbon. Is your lead here about the Niners winning or the Cowboys losing? The Niners winning. I mean, this is what the Niners do. They play great defense, and they showcase these offensive players. Right? And you just saw that catch that Kittle made, which is the highlight, the video highlight of the weekend. That, you know, equals sure. like three or four dunks, I guess, if we go across sport. And then, I mean, you, you've got each one of these guys. Debo Samuel didn't do anything spectacular yesterday. Maybe they're saving him till next week. But it's the 49ers. They look like the best team to me, Tony, in the NFC right now. And I, but there's no criticism coming from me about the Cowboys. So I'm not going to waste any time because I thought the Cowboys played pretty well. Dak's turnovers, okay, they were unfortunate. They didn't, they weren't costly in particular. The Dallas Cowboys weren't good enough. They weren't as good as San Francisco by that much in San Francisco, Santa Clara, whatever. So I come to praise primarily the 49ers, not Barry, Dak, and the Cowboys. Very good Julius Caesar reference by you. You weren't even an English major. (laughs) I'm going to agree with you that the lead is the Niners winning. Uh, Mike, I'm the guy who sat here 11 or 12 weeks ago, the day after the Christian McCaffrey trade, when the 49ers were 3-3, and and I said they're going to go to the Super Bowl. You did. Golf I could get lucky two years in a row. You did. I mean, I I could talk about Dak Prescott's interceptions. I could talk about the fact that Dallas only scored one touchdown. But this is in Tampa Bay on the other side of the ball. This is the best defense in the NFL. They hold people to 16, so they held the Cowboys to 12. Like, you got to – people sort of have to understand something here. I don't want to slam the Cowboys. They haven't done well in the playoffs in almost 30 years. If you want to take them out for that, take them out for that. But they lost to a better team. They lost to a team, the only team still playing, that has covered two weeks in a row. San Francisco – is a high-quality team. The issue for San Francisco in the next game, and if there's a next game after that, is Brock Purdy. He is a third-string quarterback, a rookie quarterback. He's the last person drafted. And yet in the two playoff games he's played, Mike, he's gone for over 200 yards. And yesterday he had no turnovers. He didn't no make tur- I don't know, it. I don't know if that's going to happen against Philadelphia. Yeah. Yeah. But he's been in there long enough. He's 7-0. and Tony. So you know what, Mike? Somebody on that team is coaching him up. They are. And let me, let me mention this, too. The Cowboys didn't have Tony Pollard. 
who is now their number yeah, one offensive hurt. threat after he got hurt. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, yeah. that takes away Dak's biggest weapon. Anybody want to doubt that? They're crazy. They haven't been paying attention. I thought the Cowboys played pretty darn well yesterday and lost to a better team. All right. So other teams better. Huh? That about wraps The other team's that better. Up. How about them Cowboys? Yeah. In yesterday's early game, the Bengals looked right at home in the Buffalo snow. Joe Burrow threw two touchdown passes and characterized the game as domination from start to finish. Wow. On the Bills' sideline, Josh Allen got chewed out by a receiver, Stephon Diggs. Tony, were you more surprised by how good the Bengals looked or how, you know, ordinary the Bills were? Yeah, I mean, I think that question is the two sides of the same coin. I think you have to begin the answer in the way that Joe Burrow did, which is that Cincinnati dominated they did. Buffalo. Burrow was out there. His, they, it was 14-0 in a heartbeat. <laughs> Burrow on those two drives was 9 for 9 for 105 yards and two touchdowns. And you got the feeling right away, oh, no. I mean, Buffalo was on its heels. Is this going to be like the Giants and the Eagles? So it was really important. And Buffalo then came back, went the length of the field, and Josh Allen ran it in from the one. You say, okay, we got a game. No, it was no game, Mike, because Cincinnati came right back, went all the way down the field in 14 plays, used up about eight minutes of clock. They had to settle for a field goal because the chase catch in the end zone was ruled not a catch, didn't hold on. But they made their point. They made their point. We're in this game with you. We're better than you. Before this game, if people said that Cincinnati was going to lose, it was because their offensive line was degraded and nobody was playing and Burrow would get sacked 100 times. Got sacked once for two yards. The offensive line of Cincinnati and the defensive line dominated Buffalo and they well, had no answer. That's, and, Tony, that's, of course, a big problem. Um, you said this. The, the better team, and even if you don't look at it as domination, and I, I thought it was, the better team won Domination. this game. Cincinnati's a better team than Buffalo right now. The question is, is Buff- what is Buffalo missing? Maybe they need a more dynamic runner to go with Josh Allen if they're going to play that way. Perhaps that is part of what they've got. Maybe they're not imaginative enough. In that case, people are going to point at coordinators or maybe even the head coach. Though people should shut up with the notion that it's time to make a change on the sideline in Buffalo. Just, just stop. People are so knee-jerk, overreactive after every single NFL game. The better team won that game. And Cincinnati has been That's better right. this year and last year. And part of it is Joe Burrow may be, he may be the best quarterback in the league right now. That's very possible. I know Patrick, right. a healthy Patrick Mahomes would like to have something to say about that, but we ain't going to get a completely healthy Patrick Mahomes. But with Joe Burrow, Tony, and if you can't get to him, if you can't pressure him, and he has the time that he had against Buffalo, Cincinnati is better. Let me just tell you one thing. You were looking around wondering what they were missing. They were missing Von Miller. What? They yes, were missing the their closer. closer. Missing that Von had a Miller. big effect on the game, but this yes. has to be said. They were at home. They had snow, and they had a quarterback who runs well and can run to contact. All the conditions were right for Buffalo to win, and they did not win, and they got beat soundly. They did. So maybe, maybe that window, not closed, but crowded now with people like Joe Burrow. Crowded now. The Kansas City Chiefs, speaking of an AFC team, held on to beat Jacksonville on Saturday. Might have been a different ending if Jacksonville hadn't fumbled on the sixth with 533 left in the game, but that's done. What's not done is the pain in Patrick Mahomes' right ankle. Mahomes was out there in the second half at a clear reduction in movement and speed. Wilbon, how much does Mahomes' injury diminish your confidence in the Chiefs? Completely. 
Completely. Really? Yeah. Really? Completely. Patrick Mahomes, the guy I'm going to take above Burrow if healthy is Patrick Mahomes. He's the guy I'm going to take above everybody in the NFL right now at that position. Correct. Patrick Mahomes. Correct. But, Tony, listen, if you listened to quarterbacks, you, you and I have been in a lot of locker rooms in our lives. We've seen what guys are like after a high ankle sprain in the hours after and in the days after. And we listened yesterday to people on television like Boomer Esiason and, and Phil Sims. And, they, and when they talked about not being able to walk on Tuesday and Wednesday, I mean, they're not making this stuff up. They know what this is like. They've suffered these injuries. The question is, what is Patrick Mahomes going to be able to even do by Friday? Luckily, he gets an extra day because they played Saturday. And then is he going to be able to do any, Tony, of the impromptu things that he does, yeah. the improvisational theater that Patrick Mahomes puts on? Can he do that? Or are you gonna, and people say, oh, maybe he'll be better because he'll be restrained. What? I'm not buying that at all. Not at mm. all. No, no. I mean, Joe Burrow right now is playing the position of quarterback the way it has always been drawn up. Patrick Mahomes plays it in a different way. Improvisational theater is a wonderful phrase for Patrick Mahomes. He's the best guy out there. This is why it's hard for me to lose my confidence in him because I have this confidence that somehow he will, through a miracle, be out there and be great. And if you tell me he'll be out there, even hobbled. Even if he's hobbled, I'm going to say that that gives Kansas City a chance because I believe anytime he's on the field, they have a chance. Even though I do, and as do you, we like Cincinnati in the game, and we would have said that last week. You know, and... And I understand that. The the thing about Kansas City that you have to concede is this is Patrick Mahomes' fifth straight AFC championship game. This guy has done it. We're not not wondering. That's right. This guy has done it. But I think, Mike, I think this. I don't think they've completely recovered from the loss of Tyreek Hill. Kelsey is great. Kelsey's capable of catching 12, 13, 14, 15 passes in a game. But the other people watch film, too, and they know how to coach. And if they can take Kelsey away a little bit they and can. Mahomes is hobbled, yeah. then what do they do? They got if enough Mahomes weapons. is hobbled, they got what enough do they weapons. do? And Let's Chad take Henney was pretty good, Tony. We shouldn't get out of this segment. But he was. Chad Henney, he was. for a backup quarterback to play at that on that stage fine. at that level, he was good. But he ain't Mahomes. Let's take a break. Coming up, why wasn't Giants-Eagles a tighter affair? And number one and number two go down in college basketball, which was the bigger upset. The great young quarterbacks are almost all in the AFC. The AFC is more fun and more exciting. Maybe not. We'll see next year. Maybe not. Well, this year, this year, and if Tua and Lamar Jackson are healthy, that's like seven wonderful young quarterbacks in the AFC. I'm glad they're over there. PTI fans, listen up. Have you heard you can listen to episodes of this very show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with your Prime membership? That's right. All your favorite PTI episodes can be heard on Amazon Music ad-free. But that's not all. You can listen to other top podcasts like The Low Post and First Take ad-free as well. They also have your favorite shows like The Daily, Part of My Take, and Up First, all without ads. You know what this means. Uninterrupted listening, so no more cliffhangers. Amazon Music offers the most ad-free top podcasts, so we know they definitely have something for you. And it's already included in your Prime membership. To start listening, download the Amazon Music app for free or go to Amazon.com slash PTI. That's Amazon.com slash PTI to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads.
Vivid Seats wants to get you to the games you love this spring. Experience every pitch, assist, and game-winning shot live and in person. And the best part? Each transaction is a step toward a free 11th ticket with Vivid Seats Rewards. Score unbeatable perks like free tickets, surprise seat upgrades, and annual birthday deals. As the official ticketing partner of ESPN, Vivid Seats is offering you $20 off your first $200 ticket purchase with code PTI. That's code PTI. Visit vividseats.com or download the app today. Vivid Seats. Experience it live. Time to find out what's popping with the peeps. Let me see what's first. Mail I can time. read it. See that alliteration. That must Here be an English go. major thing. You guys said Giants-Eagles would be the closest game in the weekend. What happened? Yeah, Jalen Hurts happened. <laughs> That's what happened. Huh? I mean, he look, he says he's not 100%. God bless him. I'm glad he didn't appear to suffer any more obvious damage to the shoulder or anything else. But, you know... We both have thought he was the MVP or no lower at any point than the runner-up for MVP. So the, the, the question here was, would he be lesser? And if he's lesser, the Giants would have a chance in this game. He wasn't lesser. He was morer. And the Giants had no chance, none. Yeah, so we got that wrong. We overrated the divisional factor. I turned that game off pretty early. At 14-0 when the Giants got the ball back and did nothing with it, I knew that, day, that game was over. And it was. It was a wonderful celebration of Jalen Hurts. And I've thought he's the MVP since week four of the season. I think he's the MVP now. I will say this. When your coach compares you to Michael Jordan, that's a little dicey. (laughs) Because Michael Jordan at the moment has only six more championships than Jalen Hurts. And then I would also say that there was a period of time when Dabo Sweeney compared Deshaun Watson to Michael Jordan. How did that work out? Yeah. So you want to be careful yeah. when you compare somebody to Michael Jordan. But that game, that, that, that's who the Eagles were the first six weeks of the season. And if they're back to being that, and if Jalen Hurts is back to running without fear to set up passing, they are tough. We both like San Francisco, but Philadelphia is tough to beat under those conditions, well, you know, right? You say you want to be careful. By being careful, I would suggest, don't say it, damn it. Don't compare him to Michael Jordan. Don't be stupid. But everybody now has to be involved in hype. Give me a bowl of that hype. Let me have a cup of that hype. Let me hype something by overstating it. Jalen Hurts is the MVP, all right, to me, still. Yeah, yeah, you know, and yeah. because of what he did in Philadelphia under Mail tough circumstances this. in a tough division. I'm not going any further than that just yet. Tough division. Three teams in the playoffs this past weekend. Yeah. No other division had two. They had three. Here we go. More noteworthy college basketball loss, number one, Houston, or number two, Kansas? I think Kansas. Tony, I think. You know, the Houston game was interesting that, uh, you know, even their staff was talking about how this was just uh, an off night. An off night for them. And you can, you can go with that. Kansas, we, we left the weekend. We went into the weekend, you and I, saying, ah, this won't happen again. And it happened right. again. You know, and when it happens with that big Jayhawk on the floor, there's reason to be concerned. I know Houston and Kelvin Sampson lost at home as well. But I'm going to say the Jayhawks' loss was a little more concerning to me. What about you? I don't even think this is close. I don't think it's noteworthy, even though – an unranked team in Temple beat Houston because every number one team has lost 
this year very, very quickly. I think Houston was number one and lost once before. So that's not noteworthy. Kansas is noteworthy. We both said there was no way TCU would beat them. TCU pounded them in Kansas. Yeah. This is the first time, Mike. I want to get the date right. This is the first time since 1989 that Kansas has lost consecutive games in the state of Kansas. Kansas State beat them at Kansas State. TCU beat them by 23. By 23 at home you in Kansas. That often. I expect there to be GoFundMes to get Bill Self to take the Texas job at this point. Speaking of which, here's what they've got coming up, Mike. They got a coming tough, up tough in a stretch, row. Five games. At Baylor, a ranked team. Kentucky, speaking of GoFundMe. Kansas State, who already beat them, ranked team. At Iowa State, ranked team. Texas, ranked team. That's five. That's hard. They could lose well, they're in the most toughest of conference. those five. Yeah, and they're you in know? the toughest conference. I, so Toughest conference in the country is the Big 12. It's not even so close. Far. Don't even want to hear any objections from the ACC and the Big East and the Big 10 because they're not close to the Big no. 12. Big Kansas East. has to figure the out Big what this East. is now. I thought I'd just see if you were listening. Big East. By tossing the Big Georgetown's East Georgetown's lost Don't 83 stop. in a row. Don't do that. Yeah, stop. Don't, do Don't that. mention the Big East. Uh, Enough email. Let's take one Kansas approaching Georgetown. Let's take one last break. Still to come, three American men. It sounds like three American men from Florida fighting yeah. alligator. <laughs> Make it in to the quarterfinals of the Australian Open. Have the Lakers landed a new player who might make a difference? Aha. Uh-huh. Uh-uh. Kansas Brooks is only, trade what, deadline. 24 behind Georgetown? 26? How many behind Georgetown in conference straight losses? 27? 28? 27? Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric e-bikes today, the number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, Electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus! Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome, so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C ebikes.com. Hi, this is ESPN's Mike Greenberg, and ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sports book of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today, and new users get $100 in bonus bets for making any sports book bet. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Happy time, people. Happy 54th birthday, Brendan Shanahan. The Hall of Fame left wing won three Stanley Cups with Detroit, 1997, 98, and 2002. Shanahan played in eight All-Star games, and he is 14th all-time in goal scored with 656. Shanahan was also the league's discipline czar, but that's not why we celebrate his birthday. We celebrate Shanahan's birthday because he is now the president of the Toronto Maple Leafs. And under Shanahan, the Leafs are good. They're currently the third best team in the NHL with 64 points behind only the Bruins and the Hurricanes. It has been forever since the Leafs won the Stanley Cup. 56 years to be exact. Wouldn't that be something? 
Tony, it would be. That's part of the reason I root for Toronto. They're sort of an exciting team anyway. But they occupy the seat now once occupied by the Red Sox, the White Sox, the Cubs, and a few others. But it's, it's been a long time, and people, that's their team. That's their sport. Be nice if they won. Happy be. anniversary, Miami Dolphins. On this day 40 years ago, heavy South Florida rain, coupled with a strategic decision to leave the Orange Bowl field uncovered, helped the Dolphins shut out the Jets 14-0 in the AFC Championship game that became known in NFL lore as the Mud Bowl. Miami intercepted Jets quarterback Richard Todd five times. A.J. Dewey got three of them, and he had come into the game with only two career interceptions in six NFL seasons. Dewey's last interception was a 35-yard pick six that proved to be the final score of the game. The two teams combined for nine turnovers and just 437 total yards. Seriously, a championship game should not be played in this slop. No, and it wouldn't be now. The league would sort of take over, Tony. And the, the Orange Bowl, so many great games played there, but what a dump. Sat in there many times, <laughs> and I know you have too. Total dump. Yes. Charming. But no, it a is a, it is a total dump, yeah. but it has history. It does. You have to respect the history. A melancholy trails to Sal Bando. The captain and all-star third baseman of the great Oakland A's teams of the 70s died over the weekend at age 78. Bando was on the A's teams that won three straight World Series in 1972, 73, and 74. In 1973, Bando led the American League in extra base hits, doubles, and total bases. He had 287, and he played in all 162 games. Bando later played for and was general manager of the Brewers. Those Charlie Finley A's teams were among the greatest ever. Bando, Reggie Jackson, Joe uh, Rudy, Bill North, uh, Bert Campanaris, Dave Duncan, Gene Tennis. They started Catfish Hunter, Ken Holtzman, and Vida Blue, and they came in with Rolly Fingers. Uh, Tony, they defined the word colorful. Before them, I didn't have color TV in my family's home. You didn't need it because everybody wore black and white pinstripes or blue and white. The Oakland A's of Charlie Finley with Sal Bando in the middle of that lineup. They were great. They were colorful. They were as good as any baseball team for a stretch in my lifetime. What about yours? No, I, I totally agree with that. And, and Charlie Finley was wild. He at one point paid the players to grow mustaches. Mustaches, yes. He was giving out money Going for the them other to do way that. The and Yankees. they wore their color uniforms, their bright yellow uniforms with the green so A's great. and their bright green uniforms yeah. with the yellow A's. They were fabulous to look at. You're 100% right about that. I have a soft spot in my heart, even now for Oakland, even though they have no money. Right. And Charlie Finley got rid of everybody when he stopped having he any did. money. But they, they were, were so much fun. For my Pony League team adopted time, those uniforms. We had the gold and the green just to be like the dynasty. Oakland A's 2,500 miles away. They were a dynasty. They were. They were. Let's go to the big finish. Let's do it. The Lakers acquired Rui Hachimura Woo. from the Wizards for Woo. Kendrick Nunn and three second rounders. Is that a big deal? For the Lakers, Hachimura can shoot a little bit. I think that he can give them some depth along that front line. Yes, I like that deal for the Lakers. The Canucks fired head coach Bruce Boudreaux, who we know, Tony, and replaced him with Rick Tockett. Your thoughts? I have a real soft spot in my heart for Boudreaux. I think they called him Gabby. He was the coach to the Capitals and yes, a very nice guy. And, and the GM of the Wizards should have gotten more. Three second round picks are useless. Three American men are into the Australian Open quarters. You must be impressed. I am Tony Sebastian Quarter, Tommy Paul, and Ben Shelton. 
First time since 2005, maybe we should get used to hearing their names this time of year, this time of the tournament. John Rahm won for the fourth time in the last six worldwide outings. Is that significant? He's the best player in the world. It's not even close. He should have all the world ranking points. He's really the best player in the world. Last one, the Celtics go for their 10th win in a row tonight. Do you like their chances? You know, Orlando's had some nice wins this year. And Jonathan Isaac, who I like a lot, could return tonight after missing the last two and a half seasons. Really nice kid. Want to see him back, and I'm going to go with the Celtics to win. You're going to go with the Extend Celtics. Extend that right? streak, Celtics. We'll try and do better the next time. Happy birthday, Nancy Serafini. Rick Tockett not available for dinner with Charles in Scottsdale. I'm a little annoyed by that. I'm Mike Wilbon. Same time tomorrow on Knuckleheads. You can get the podcast on the ESPN app or Apple Podcasts. And now, here's SportsCenter. Be some cowboys. That's it.